Coming up on today's federal newscast, what's the TSA's plan if call-outs and staff shortages continue is what a pair of senators would like to know. If the shutdown continues, government contractor employees may start getting sent home. And a former VA secretary gets cleared of most accusations levied against him. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The new ranking member of the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee wants to know how the Transportation Security Administration is engaging with its employees who are forced to work without pay during the government shutdown. Senator Gary Peters also wants to know TSA's plan if call-outs and staffing shortages continue. His concerns are shared by Senate Commerce, Science, and Transportation ranking member Maria Cantwell. They're worried about the shutdown's impact on already low morale. BuzzFeed reports many TSA workers have yet to receive $500 bonuses and pay for the first day of the shutdown as promised. More than 10,000 furloughed federal employees filed for unemployment benefits in the last week of January, nearly double the amount from the week before. Another 13,000 federal civilian employees claimed unemployment benefits the last week of December 29th. Most eligible federal employees can apply for unemployment benefits on or after the first day of their furlough. The National Treasury Employees Union adds a third count to its lawsuit against the Trump administration and the government shutdown. The union says the administration's decision to recall IRS employees back to work without pay violates the Anti-Deficiency Act. NTEU says IRS employees processing tax refunds are not necessary to protect life and property. A federal district judge will hear arguments at the end of the month. If the partial government shutdown doesn't end soon, government contractors will have one more thing to worry about. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The Professional Services Council is warning that the longer the partial government shutdown lasts, the more likely will vendors have to start laying employees off. PSC says if contractors have to furlough a large number of employees, the impact on agencies after the partial shutdown ends will be considerable in terms of delayed projects. The Industry Association says there are no verified numbers of how many contractors have already been furloughed or are in danger of being furloughed, but it's estimated to be in the tens of thousands. I'm Jason Miller. Bipartisan legislation looks to give postal employees and middle management a chance to appeal firings, suspensions, and pay reductions. Representatives Jerry Connolly and David McKinley introduce a bill to allow more than 7,500 non-union, non-career postal employees to take their cases to the Merit Systems Protection Board. Connolly says the bill would protect these employees if they want to report fraud, waste, or abuse at the agency as well. The House has passed a bill offering greater transparency into more than $600 billion worth of annual agency grants. Lawmakers first approved the Grant Reporting Efficiency and Agreements Transparency, or GRADE Act, in September, but the bill never got a full Senate vote before the end of the last Congress. The bill requires the Office of Management and Budget to set up a standardized government-wide grant reporting system for federal grant recipients. The House Armed Services Committee will see a lot of familiar faces on the Republican side. Of the 25 Republican members, only two are newcomers. Congressman Jack Bergman and Michael Waltz are the only first-time members. Bergman is a former Marine Corps Lieutenant General. Waltz is the former Pentagon Director for Afghanistan Policy. The Democrats announced their picks for the committee earlier this week. 
A new Air Force system looks to reduce the backlog for processing enlisted and officer performance reports. It's able to scan dozens of data points across multiple systems through automation and can double or triple the output of a human evaluation reviewer. The new system is processing about 20% of all evaluations. The Pentagon's business reform efforts are falling behind, partly because they've been starved of funding. Details from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. A new report by the Government Accountability Office says DOD's cross-functional teams have come up with 135 separate business reform initiatives over the past two years, but the department has only started to implement 31 of those. GAO says money is a key problem since the department needs to make some upfront investments to generate long-term savings. The teams need $6.7 billion over the next five years, but the Pentagon hasn't planned for those funds in its budget. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Wormholes, invisible cloaking, and warp drive and dark energy. Just a few areas of research the Defense Intelligence Agency has paid for over the last few years. The Federation of American Scientists obtained the list of reports DIA has supported through a Freedom of Information Act request. DIA says the research is part of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, which researches potential weapons that could emerge over the next 40 years. Veterans Affairs and Homeland Security are teaming up to spread awareness of VA suicide prevention resources to veterans who work for DHS. VA says it'll include information about how DHS employees can enroll in VA services. 28% of employees at DHS are veterans. The goal is to reach more veterans and inform them of their options to join the VA community. And the final chapter on the brief but stormy tenure of former Veterans Affairs Secretary David Shulkin is out. More now from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. VA's Inspector General finds that Shulkin did not abuse his authority with his use of the department's Executive Protection Division. Allegations arose because Shulkin used protection on non-official occasions. It found Shulkin did violate ethics rules when his wife used a government car and driver. The IG recommends written policies developed by VA's human resources and general counsel offices. President Trump fired Shulkin in March. I'm Tom Temin. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcast, or follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. (music) 